0: Hey guys, happy Saturday. I hope everyone is enjoying their morning. I know that I am. It's a a great day. It's nice weather out here today. Kind of feels like it's starting to be a little fallish instead of uh, super, super, super hot. But anyway, I hope everyone's having a great day. Today, I wanted to kind of talk about um, getting your dog to pay attention to you while you're on a leash ignoring other dogs while you're out on your walk, ignoring other distractions, kind of being able to get your dog's attention while you're out on a walk. So I have a, you know, tons of clients in and out all the time. And there's one dog here and he is just crazy when it comes to distractions. He's very easily distracted. He goes after squirrels, cats, dogs. I mean, we're out here in the middle of nowhere in Texas. There's everything out here. I mean, you name it, there it is. We can't even go to the park without 400 squirrels being out there. Awesome for nature walks. Not so great for the distraction, but luckily there are a lot of just natural distracting elements, I guess we could call, uh that can help us with, with, uh, you know, helping him walk correctly on a leash. His name is Rocco, by the way. So shout out to Rocco. Anyway, so I kind of wanted to just kind of talk about, and I don't know how long this episode will be, it may not be the whole 30 minutes, I I think it'd be a probably 15 minute long, long message today, so it's not going to be super long, you can, you can listen to me while you're putting your makeup on, or getting dressed in the morning, and drinking your coffee, so here we go, there are two types of walks out there, there's just a normal old walk where you go on out about your day, and then there's a training walk. Either way, before you go on walks, I like to get the dog's excess energy out. So I'll play tug of war or fetch or run around. My, my kiddo just loves to have dogs chase him. So he'll run around and let the dogs play with him. So sometimes I let him tire the dogs out for me. So just make sure you get that excess energy out. That's going to make it way way easier when you go on your walk and again we want to take these if your dog is easily distracted and pulling you and going about um you know after the cat or a dog or whatever we want to use training walks which is different than just regular old walks so once your dog gets the training walk down then you can you know add the the regular walk in there but we always want to be able to turn on a dime into training mode Here's what I'm going to, uh, you know, here's, here's what I'm talking about. So get the eyes on me. So you can either say, watch me or look at me or whatever you want to use that command for. I like to just kind of work on that in the house where there's not really any distractions. You can sit with a thing of chicken, just sit on your couch and say, watch me and get their attention on you. So when you say, watch me, your dog should look at you. I like to throw in a sit as well. Sit, watch me this will come in handy whenever you are on your walk. So again, I like to start in the house, get them to where they at least know that command and then go outside. So you want to get the eyes on you. So watch me or however you want to say it, literally right by your, your front door, right in front of you, you know, in your yard, you want to have that control there. If you can't get your dog to to pay attention to you outside. Then go back inside or go closer to the door. If you can't get them there. You're not going to be able to get them two blocks down the street with a cat in the way. So start as soon as you walk outside. Start inside. Um, so just to cover our basis so far. Get the excess energy out. And start working on sit and eyes on me. So I like to say watch me. That's just what I do in the show ring. And that's you know how I do it in my everyday life. Watch me two words very simple. So once you're able to get your dog's attention um you know this this is a training command we need to know so then you can walk a couple steps forward you can start kind of walking like you would typically want to walk and I like to change it up you can you can literally make a figure eight in your um driveway or in the road that's what I like to do I like to spice it up I don't like to just walk in a straight line, that your dog's already done a bunch of times, spice it up, get them used to, whatever, and then randomly throw in, sit, watch me, stuff like that. That way you know your dog has eyes on you. So you must do this in front of your home because if your dog isn't reliable in your front of your home, they're not going to be down the block. So that is something I really want to, I guess, drill in everybody's head get their attention now. Don't wait until something comes up. So also, give your dog praise when they ignore distractions. Um I like to go in all sorts of directions like I just said and then um give them treats as they're following. Don't wait for something to come up and then try and fix it and then give them a treat. No, if they're if they're standing there and they they are looking off at whatever they may look at. They may be just smelling the air. Say they're just kind of looking off and you're able to get their attention, get them to sit, get eyes on you. Treat them for that. Give them treats. Give them praise. Give them love. Make sure you're rewarding the behaviors you do like and not just rewarding after you've had to correct something. Um, just like us, we we don't constantly want to be told, hey, you're not doing this. Um, we, we like it when they're like, hey, you're doing a great job, right? We like it when our bosses say that. We like it when our spouse says that or, or we like praise. So, Same thing with your dog. Be excited. Try to be a little peppy when you're out on your training walks. That'll help with getting their attention as well. We just want to make it very, very fun for your dog. That'll help with the distraction because you, not just the chicken or beef or whatever you're training with, you have to be funner than everything else out there. You have to draw in their attention better than the cat or the dog or the other person or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned in these podcasts, I have a golden retriever here. I mean, he went home now, but his name was Cooper and he would do great on walks, but he really liked other people. And he wanted to meet other people, which is fine. We would have him sit and, you know, eyes on me, make sure he's focused and calm before they can meet. But literally when (laughs) just, I think three days ago, maybe he had already been home by this point, I was outside taking some trash out and they always walk by my house every morning on their walk. I think they walk like two miles a day or something. And, uh, he sees me and drug his owner, literally drug her all the way down here. And she goes, he's usually doing really good with the training. He just saw you and got so excited, but we kind of want to make sure. And I mean, back, back up just a little bit as sweet as that is that he loves me so much to drag the little old lady down, not literally, but to pull her like that to get to Stormy's house, it kind of makes you feel good. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, man, I'm glad that these animals love me so much. I love them, but we don't want him to pull anyone down because even though he, I talked to her about how he's doing typically, I know that I'm a little different, but how he's typically doing with distractions. And she said he's doing wonderful. She just keeps walking and treats, you know, rewards whenever he's doing good. And in between, just like I'm telling you guys. So I kind of want to take everything I've taught her and so many other clients and the clients I'm working with now and help you guys out. So back back to what we were talking about. Give your dog praise in between as well. Not just when you have to, to correct something. So uh we want to work on the distracting. So if your dog is too distracted and won't sit and watch, uh, get, give you their eyes, start making your way back to the house. So if you make it down the block and they're doing great, and then you make another block and they're doing great. And then on the third block, you're pretty far from home. And all of a sudden a cat comes and your dog's like not paying attention to you at all. And you're trying to get your eyes. You start walking back, walk away from the distraction to the point where, uh, your dog will sit and look at you. You may have to end up walking all the way back to your house. But don't give up if you do end up at that spot. Continue walking because this is a training walk. Make sure you designate time for this training walk. You may have to take a couple steps back to take four steps forward. So keep do keep that in mind. So if you're walking and your dog is distracted and they will not sit for you or give you their eyes. You want both then kind of walk back and you don't have to walk all the way back to your house to start from ground zero, unless as you're taking steps back, you cannot get it still. So for example, there was another dog here. Um, we'll just take Rocco. For example, we were walking, we were, I don't know, probably a mile away from the house or so. Cause I I like to go to the park. Dogs love it there. And there's a park kind of close to my house. We just walk up there and there was a dog he gets excited, he's trying to go to play with his dog. I had to walk almost halfway back to the house before I got that compliance, and this was on his first attempt, so it makes sense. I had to walk all that way just to get the compliance of sit and look at me before we were able to go back and You always want to give them a chance to go back. You don't want to say "Oh." I'm done now. We've already walked so much. And then just put them in the house. Because then they're not learning. They're just learning that, oh, I get drug away from this. I'm not learning anything necessarily. So do keep working on the distractions. If your dog won't sit and watch you, just start making your way back. And then continue until you get your dog's attention. And you can go a completely different way. You don't have to walk back that same direction. You can go, you know, around about. Do something else. I mean, any kind of continuous walking is great for your dog because it'll help. And if another distraction pops up along the way and you're having trouble getting compliance, go again. There was another dog. Uh, we were walking. She was doing great. Her uh, Her name is Ghost. So she was walking and there's a dog inside a fence. And you couldn't even see the dog. You could only hear them. It was a privacy fence. And I had to back up just a couple feet in order to get the compliance I need from from her And then we were able to get a little closer. Obviously, you don't want to get up in their yard necessarily. But we did get closer to the fence with this dog barking. And I was able to get the compliance. And then we were able to walk by it. And of course, she got rewarded. And I'm very excited and peppy towards the dogs. And to really let them know, drill it in their brains. Hey, you did great today. You did awesome. So, if your dog is too distracted to um you know you you just don't want to continue moving forward until you get the compliance it's I guess what I'm trying to drill in so you want to create distance in your dog and the distraction just like I've been saying then test for compliance then move a little further and then um just keep working until your point of compliance is further and further or closer and closer I guess however we want to say it but if someone's walking the goal would be for them to either a ignore it and continue walking ignore the distraction or b if they kind of look at it to go straight to you like oh my mommy said sit and stare at me or lay down or whatever you want to do i like sit and look at me i mean that's kind of what i like to do and that's that's really um what we want in an ideal world um the minute you do not have your dogs full focus Make your way either back towards your home or away from what is causing the distraction until you have full compliance for your dog. That is the best, hands down, the best way to teach walking on a leash calmly. You want to be what's fun in your dog's life. They, I think I said in the first podcast, you want to be like, it's fun, or it may have been on my YouTube, but it's fun with Stormy. It's not necessarily... Like yeah, there's fun stuff out there in the world, but it's not as fun as Stormy. Stormy's excited. Stormy's got uh, treats. Stormy's got love and praise and all this stuff. So you want to make yourselves the currency that your dog wants. Make yourself fun. Make yourself animated. Even if you feel stupid walking down the street. I mean, I know my neighbors have seen me walking with a fanny pack and a dog and jumping around in the in the uh uh street telling the dog how great they are. I mean, I know that I probably look dumb, but I do it because it helps the dog. It's not about us. It's about the dog. Just like our children. It's not about us. It's about our children. And doggies are our family. They're part of our, our family, you know. So we want to really, really strive for being animated and that'll help you being able to compete with those dogs over there and and the cats and the squirrels and whatever you have out there the the cows I mean I don't know what's if you're living in a city there's all kinds of people and all kinds of distractions and cars and and moving parts um here in this town we we have a train but we don't really have a bunch of uh uh cars necessarily not like on a not like in a city not like Dallas or New York or wherever so the more you have on that compliance and if you're I mean this just sparks this if you're out in a very busy type place well then heck you definitely want to get that compliance down and you may not be able to make it super far before you have to make your way back or even back into the house because of the amount of distractions. So it's really, really good just to kind of keep working with that. Work at them in the living room while you're sitting on your, on the couch, sit, watch me. And, and then whenever you go out, I have little tiny puppies who are fresh out of getting their shots, walk with me and be able to sit and look at me. So if you start really early on, It'll, it'll just do wonders for you. And then of course, if you have an older dog, they can learn that too. They learn, oh, all I have to do is sit and look at you and I get some food and it, it works for when you go out. So anyway, keep all that in mind. I know this was a very short topic, but it's something that's important because so many people do struggle with the walking, but stay uh, tuned for the next episode. We'll be back on next Saturday. And then my YouTube is, sometimes it's the same type message. Sometimes it's different just depends. Uh, it's on Sunday mornings and I drink coffee and you know, you're welcome to follow that. Our YouTube is under fire and ice poodles, which is what we show and breed. Um, I just kind of put it all under the same thing, but of course it's called dog talk, just like this one is, uh, had to, had to come up with some kind of name and I'm not great at coming up with names. So dog talk it is right. But anyway, follow us on any kind of social media. I really appreciate, um, you listening if you have any kind of questions concerns comments you can always email me my personal email is stormy.ferguson88 at gmail.com and it's just s-t-o-r-m-i period ferguson f-e-r-g-u-s-o-n eight eight at gmail.com or you can follow us on the fire and ice poodles Feel free uh comment questions anything any kind of concerns if you have something that could help uh benefit other people even on this particular topic feel free and I'll plug that in and I'll uh you know tell other people about it cuz that's all it is it's about learning it's about um growing you know the bond between you and your dog so I hope everyone has an awesome day stay safe um stay blessed enjoy Enjoy this day. It's an awesome Saturday. Hopefully, uh, my Nana said where she's at, it feels like winter. So, um, hopefully, y'all aren't going through some winter season feelings, but kind of feels like fall to me. It's not super, super hot. Not yet, anyway. But, all right, I will stop rambling. Y'all have a great day, and I will see you next Saturday.